Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Uh, We are very honored because on today's show we have Brandon Geist, the editor-in-chief, the new editor-in-chief of Revolver Magazine. He is on the show along with Josh Bernstein, who is the creative director at Revolver. We've been a fan of these guys for for years and years uh, over at Revolver just the magazine in general that is and uh, it was great three or four years ago when they actually featured us in a story on metal podcasts and now we are uh, very excited to have two of the uh, top dogs at revolver on the show with us today so they have some great stories they have some great pictures in the new issue of revolver the hottest chicks in metal pick it up now uh this is not just new chicks in metal this is the hottest chicks in metal of all time and a lot of great great shots and uh interviews and history on on some of the uh again hottest looking ladies in metal of all time also featured in the magazine and cool article on brutal legend which is the new heavy metal video game We have some news on uh, High on Fire, their new record. I was just reading about that, and it sounds like they're pulling in some more old-school thrash metal influences on this album, so that should be cool. And as always, the reviews, the Revolver reviews, which I really pay a lot of attention to these reviews. I know a lot of people say you shouldn't read reviews, but Revolver usually steers me in the right direction as far as reviews and as far as, uh, you know, what's a good album, what I should be checking out. Uh, there is also a revolver, revolver calendar on the way. So uh, this is for 2010. Uh, I believe it's actually out. We will link it through the show notes. I encourage you guys to buy it. But before you buy it, we might be able to hook you up with a free copy of the uh, 2010 Hottest Chicks in Metal calendar. We will have free copies, uh, maybe uh, you know, available 
for you. And we're going to be doing this in our news section on TalkingMetal.com over the next week or two. So go to the news section when you see the announcement, not before the announcement is posted, because we won't uh, accept the email if it's if it's uh, ahead of the the announcement in the news section. But when you see the announcement, we will t- take the first few people who uh, email us, and we will mail you out a 2010 revolver calendar, which features again the hottest chicks in metal. So uh, cool stuff, and big thanks to uh, the guys at Revolver for hooking us up with this uh this issue uh this uh calendar actually of the hottest chicks in metal the 2010 calendar so we're going to get into the interview with uh josh and brandon in just a second but please stay in touch with us on twitter twitter.com slash talking metal i'm on there is twitter.com slash striegel s-t-r-i-g-l uh john has his site astronomy.net uh, you got the Facebook stuff and the MySpace and all that. So uh, definitely keep in touch with Talking Metal online, whatever your preference is, Twitter, MySpace, whatever, we're there. Uh, I suggest the main site, TalkingMetal.com. And again, we are updating that news section all the time. So please check in and uh, you might end up with a free Revolver 2010 calendar. If you do that, uh, a couple people were lucky enough to end up with a free guitar, courtesy of Gibson and Zach Wilde. So um, congratulations to all the winners of the Gibson stuff and the Zach stuff. Cool. So let's uh, let's get into the interview right now with Josh and Brandon from Revolver Magazine. Check it out on Talking Metal. Hey, you are listening to Talking Metal. That was Tony Martin, once the voice of Black Sabbath, with Scream 
How you doing, John? I'm doing great, Mark. We are proud to have from Revolver Magazine, Josh and Brandon. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's up, dudes? You know what's interesting, Brandon? Like, I totally recognize you from the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> You've had your picture That's, in there yeah. numerous that times. Josh, we've sometimes. met before, but right. yeah. I, I don't think I've ever met you in person, and yet I totally recognize That's awesome. You. Yeah, yeah, I was recently recognized at a Gojira show. It occasionally happens, and the guy was like, Hey, Revolver, right? I totally recognize you. I... I look at your face every day when I take a dump. <laughs> uh, you could have left, you know, you should have said, guys, I appreciate it, but you could have left that part exactly. out. Exactly. I was yeah, like, you know. oh, it started so well. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just killed it. Yeah. Cool. Well, you guys have uh, stopped by with a bunch of, of gifts in hand. And one of my favorite things, uh, we, by the way, just to kiss your ass a little bit, I've been a, a reader of the magazine for many years now, and it's always great when it arrives in my mailbox and uh keeps me informed uh i i, I study the review section by the way <laughs> wow <laughs> one thing um just to go off on a, a tangent here one thing that i i always look forward to are the year-end lists and i will go and i swear to god any record that i don't have which is usually about 50 percent of them mm -hmm. i will go download and check out and uh i'm usually very thankful for that uh you guys do a great year-end list uh yeah this the new one's about next issue yeah it's 2009 i was gonna ask yeah, you it's, it's, been a, it's been a great year so yeah i'm uh yeah i'm not gonna give anything away okay it's cool. coming out soon cool well we're looking forward to that and one thing we always look forward to which you guys do a great job on is uh bringing us the the hottest chicks in metal it's one of my Without favorite parts of the revolver magazine and this month we have uh uh issue the hottest chicks of metal of all time. Yes. Who can we expect? Uh, you know, starting from the get-go, we have, you know, classics like Joan Jett, Lita Ford, Wendy o. Williams, Doro Pesh. Uh, and then moving into, like, you know, the the 90s, uh, Sean from White Zombie. Uh, Karen Nad from Crisis. Uh, Nadia from uh, Cold Chamber. Yeah, one of, my, yeah. one of my favorite bands of that era. When I was in high school, Drain STH, I remember just crushing so hard on those girls. Yeah. Like that whole band. Was like, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little older, but the original bunch that you mentioned right. there, for me, um, you know, I probably liked Lita Ford's music better than the other ones, but Wendy Williams, as, yeah. a, as a teenager, as a, as a 13 year old, her body just. It was unbelievable. It was insane. It was really insane. The body tape was very strategically placed, and yep. uh, she was amazing, guys. And for all you listeners, and I know that you guys know this, the Wow album that she did uh, that featured Gene Simmons, Ace Frehley, Paul Stanley. Mitch Weissman, some great musicians, was, I think, a classic record. And people probably don't even know this. Thief in the Night, which became a Kiss song, was originally done on that record. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's a, I mean, a legend. I mean, again, like, as a 13-year-old, I mean, boobs and a chainsaw. Right, right. <laughs> you can't, you can't get I, I can imagine what's going to appeal to you more as a kid. Like, you want to probably have sex with her and then break a bunch of shit. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you're going to saw your appealing. TV in half after after yeah. that. Well, what was amazing when we were putting together this issue was I had totally, I don't think I'd ever even known that she was like a graduate from Yale University, which wow. totally Wow, I didn't know that. I, I totally didn't it. know that. It was like, what? She was <laughs> also a stripper in show world. I don't know if you guys, oh, 
sir. You remember Show World on the corner of 42nd and. Uh, and it's now a comedy eight. club. Yes. yes. Yeah. There That's was quite, uh, a quite a few more Billy Stopless. Topless. Oh, players. that was yeah. uh, one of our favorites. Yes. Great bagel yeah. place. Oh, one now. of many. Yes. <laughs> Throw the endorsement. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so how how did these women react when you come to them and you're like, listen, we want to do a photo shoot with you and and uh, we want you to be one of our hottest chicks in metal. I think they're uniformly flattered. That's pretty much always the reaction we get. Like, there's a little bit of, really, me? Are you sure? You know, there's a little bit of, oh, that's so awesome. Like, you know, um, I, I'd love to do it. You know, I'm so flattered. And then there's some girls who, like, you know, have been, this is like the fourth issue we've done so far. And there's a few like Christina and Marta from Bleeding Through who have been in every single issue. And I think it's getting a little old hat for them, but I right. think they're flattered nonetheless. Guys, I'm taking a look at the calendar right now. And by the way, we are going to... Where's your other hand? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's why I've got the calendar. He's playing with his right sundial. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to give these away, guys, on Talking Metals. Uh, so stay tuned and check our news section because we're going to tell you how you can be the proud owner of one of these calendars. But I wanted to talk about a couple of the different uh, people featured in the calendar. Uh, John Astronomy is is June? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you never know. Okay, Beautiful guys, really is that a flag day? <laughs> okay, I want to talk about um, one of the best friends of Talking Metal, Maria Brink. She is Miss July, and tell us about your experience with Maria and in this moment. What a yeah, great! We've band. kind of gone, by the way, from the magazine to an actual calendar that Revolver is putting out for 2010, which will feature a different metal singer or musician uh, each month. I met, and uh, featuring, uh, I would imagine, uh, approximately 365 days. Yes. yes. So, yeah. Yeah. 12, 12, yeah. 12, 12 months. 12 this months. not a leap year. Yeah. yeah. So Maria of In This Moment. So yeah, I met I met Maria, I think we both did at the same party, and you guys might have been there too at... at um, um, Snitch. Snitch. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, we were there. And uh, yes. when they came here before uh, the record, and they... Uh, it was kind of a record release party thing and uh, hit her off with her immediately. She's a complete sweetheart and, uh, you know, started talking about her son and playing Little League and stuff and uh, started that. I saw them the next night at Trash out in Brooklyn. Right. And uh, I think from there they opened for someone at BB King's and uh, I went, right. I, I was with we Jose right. and some other folks and just they most, um, the drummer in the band, uh, Jeff. Jeff and I grew up in the, near each other in Long Island. Oh, cool. And, um, um, Lewis started dating a uh, uh, a friend of uh, uh, of his uh, from high school, and we ended up hanging out a lot and hanging out with the whole band, and jamming with them sometimes. And they oh, were cool. the nicest, probably group of people you'll ever meet in your life. Everyone right. in that band is super sweet. No doubt. She's also like completely like super energetic. You know, she's I mean she she's like. Uh, am I gonna be in the new issue? Because if if I am, uh, I'm gonna take some personal photos this weekend and <laughs> yeah. send us a bunch of photos of her in a kiddie pool. Uh, and she is one of the. She's so behind this, and we're gonna, of course, you know, go down to their their upcoming show at the Gramercy. I think yes. in December. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, working with them has been nothing but a pleasure. And we did. We had her on the cover. Uh, last year for Halloween, we did a whole Carrie tribute, and we yeah, blood, blood, yeah, yeah that drenched was great. in blood, uh, drenched in blood, and uh, I think she broke out in a skin rash the next day. We, we, <laughs> we apologize, Maria, but uh, everyone, Chris, everyone in that band, uh, Blake, the, all those guys are just the nicest people to work with, and uh, and she's stunningly beautiful and uh, deserves to be in, in every issue. So no doubt about it. Cool. And m moving on to. Uh... Let's see who else do we have here that we could talk about. How about October? Grace Perry. 
Uh, oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. I get tongue-tied just thinking about her. She is. Uh, yeah, she, mm. yeah, she she's amazing. I mean, Landmine Marathon's a a pretty small band, and I think a lot of people when they've gotten like the she's also on the Hottest Chicks in Metal cover. A lot of people might be more familiar with Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, and I've definitely sure. gotten a lot of people asking me like, you know, who's Grace Perry? Why she's on the cover? And uh, part of it is just that like we wanted to pair two girls who really represent the scope of what Revolver covers. You know, Hailstorm's more of like a alternative metal like radio metal band and like landmine marathons about as underground as it gets you know they played like dive bars you know with like a bunch of like drunk dudes and she just like throws herself in the audience and like just like you know throws down basically the funny thing is about the covers that the day after our photo shoot she actually broke her nose at a concert wow oh my she god just, she just goes nuts she had like two the black eyes afterwards yeah. so you know good thing we shot this when I, we did <laughs> i saw the footage from the photo shoot and she yeah. seemed pretty hardcore even in the uh, uh sorry you just had a spill even in the photo session she's yeah. like really animated and has always got that metal face going and yep. uh, i thought it was amazing plus the fire i mean how did you guys do did you guys do that in your yeah. studio there where we, i've we did been that before in, uh, in uh, uh, i'll give a shout out for uh, to travis shin he's he shoots i'd say about 10 or 12 of our covers a year uh he lives in downtown la and we uh we poured rubber cement on the microphone and on the guitars and lit them on fire um and one of our other editors was there, was supposed to be watching this with a fire extinguisher, so uh, literally talking to somebody yeah. else as those got lit up, and uh, Grace's hand almost caught on fire, and she, you know, oh, you, wow. you see it on the video there, she's right? Like, yeah. Ow! Um, and you know, speaking to what he said, like we were nervous that someone's in a more radio-friendly mainstream metal band, and this is an underground band, they're going to be like, "Girl, I don't like right, each other." Right. And these girls were like the Babysitters Club, like by the end of the oh, they were cool together. That's really so neat. cool together. And uh, like you said before, like we've had uh, Marta Peterson and Maria Brink and uh, Christina Scabia for the last four years, so it was also great for us to kind of bring up some two new bands and again it comes from the place where we respect these bands so much and like you know any more uh, audience that could come to them you know and discover their music is only you know going to be uh icing on the cake no doubt one quick thing uh hellstorm once opened up for mark and i and that's i don't know if that's good or bad you for ca- us cash that in there. I, mean, like, uh, I know quite a while ago but um Let's talk about the actual magazine, which I, I highly recommend all Talking Metal listeners subscribe to. You guys get to travel around with different rock stars and, and hard rockers and heavy metal artists. Can you share any stories, maybe some of the strangest uh, places you've had to go to uh, conduct interviews? Well, I mean, this is probably maybe more on a more serious note than the question intended, but for me, this is the highlight of anything that I've ever done working at the magazine was when I went down to New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina to sort of write this big story about the impact that it had on the NOLA metal scene. Right. Um, because I just, it just really felt like, you know, people would talk about like the impact on the jazz scene and the Zydeco scene, but you know, New Orleans has like one of the great metal scenes in the world. And that story was just not being told. So it was actually like literally a couple weeks after the hurricane. And I went down there and like traveled around, um, the city with uh, the guys from I Hate God and from Soylent Green, and I met Phil Anselmo and interviewed him about it. And you went to his house, right? yeah, I went yeah, to his I house, and, and I also saw his like original house that you know where a lot of the down records and stuff had been recorded, where he had his whole like record collection and his like T-shirt collection going back to like the '80s, and you know it had been like under like 15 feet of water. Every he lost his whole collection of everything, and it was like it was amazing, and and 
you know, just just to see like the you know a hurricane after right. it happened, like wow. never seen anything like and that. That was one of the the first interviews, if not the first interview, Phil gave since. Yeah, that's the, exactly what it was. Yeah, it was since, the first. It was a year after Dime was had been killed and was right. his first interview, and so that for me was just mind blowing. I mean, Phil's a, a you know a hero of mine since I was a kid, and sure. just that was the first time I met him, and to meet him under those circumstances, I mean. I was I was literally up all night the night before, just so nervous. And right. uh, it was funny because like the only thing I wanted to listen to to sort of psych myself up was Pantera. So I was just like cranking Pantera in my hotel room like all night, just like you know thinking about doing this first interview with Phil since Diamond had been killed. So Josh, how about you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how different. many of can be said on the air, but yeah. no, you could say anything on oh, Talking okay. Metal. Um, I'm trying to decide if it was, it's between two things. One is, uh, I got kidnapped by, uh, by Rita, uh, Haney, uh, Dimebag's widow sure. recently. And man, that was, <laughs> it went from being fun to being borderline scary and, and having to ask some other black label dudes to get oh. me like, can I go home now? Am I allowed to leave? <laughs> and then one time was, I mean, my most proud moment was with Zach and the first time I met him, uh, I he sent me in a rickshaw to go get him, uh, which has, you know, a new oh, right, right. That's a amazing. to go get him alcohol. Uh, so I thought to buy him black label. Right. And when I brought it back, he was like, Oh, I don't, I don't really actually drink this stuff. I'm not, and I got progressively more and more drunk. I'm like, you can't put you such a pussy. You don't fucking drink this stuff. <laughs> and this is at, at our offices, you know, oh, right? lo and behold, I mean, you, you, you yeah, up there, there. uh, Next thing I know, I don't know. It was about three in the morning, and I'm and I woke wow. up at my desk, and there was vomit all over the floor. And my <laughs> oh, head had a gash. And, um, oh, I'm not laughing at the gash. No, Jeez. no, He's it was, no the, he I mean, relates. there was literally like yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> muscles drawn on my arm. There was abs drawn all over my shirt, oh, and no. uh, the whole thing. And like literally, when I, when I went got home, I'm like, I told my roommate, I'm like, you're not gonna believe what just happened. He goes, you don't you don't remember us being there. Oh and it was my God. friend and his dad were like, yeah, we met your friend Zach. He's so nice. He let me try on his friend Randy's vest. I'm like, that's Randy Rhodes's vest. Wow. Oh, my God. And like, I, you know, it was my friend's dad. Didn't know any, he doesn't know yeah, any of these people. A- he didn't appreciate any of it. Um, but they told me, like, yeah, you threw up. You hit your head. And then, like, no one knew what to do. And he just put your, he put his hand in your mouth and took the vomit out. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> my- so Zach Wilde saved your life, possibly. Yeah. Yes, wow. absolutely. So whenever he comes to the office, he'll bring in, like, a bunch of, you know, black label dudes. And right. I'll be sitting there drinking, like, green tea and a tofu bagel. And he's like, this fucking guy's insane. You know, his bikers are like, I guess. That's but, classic. Uh, he, whenever I see him, it's, I mean, he's he's one of those few people that you, when you grow up, you and you meet a rock star, you think they'd actually be like that. You know, most most of them are quiet and reserved, and he's like yeah. a walking like comic book superhero. No, definitely. Yeah. What is the average age of the revolver reader? Um, Do you guys know that? Just curious. Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, I think we actually just got like a survey done. It was twenty six. Because we always joke, we're like, everything we do, it's for the kids, for the right, kids, right. and. A kid's gonna, you know, probably doesn't even know what a magazine is. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. that was they, my next the internet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it hard to survive? Uh, you know, we've sadly seen the closing of some other metal magazines yeah. recently, and is it is is it hard to survive in today's times being a print magazine? Absolutely, I think that's why we've yeah. done so many. Um, you know, we've we've kind of spread our brand around a lot more than say maybe you know, like those other magazines we were fans of. You know, and we're friends right. with a lot of those people, sure. and they're coworkers of ours. Um, you know, we last year did the first uh, Golden, uh, Golden Gods, Gods awards, yeah, yeah. Um, and we have a couple other events coming up, and uh, just sponsoring a lot of tours and getting a lot involved, a lot of TV and doing other things. You know, we have this Headbangers Ball special coming up as well, as you guys know. Like, cool, right? Uh, you know, spreading around, you know, and just getting involved a lot more things uh, than just straight print. You know, because 
there's so many different ways to uh, have that revolver name out there. Yeah, definitely. Here's the thing, though, guys. I love the print magazine, the whole concept of a magazine, and I do not want to see it go away. We, I don't think yeah, it ever will. And that's yeah. the great thing about metal fans is like, uh, you know, metal is never in style. It's never out of style. And those fans are always going to listen to your podcast. They're always going to watch. They're always going to buy vinyl, you know. They're right. always going to yeah, buy sure. CDs. They're collectors. They they're yeah. people that appreciate printing. They, they will buy the deluxe edition of a CD and they will buy right. the T-shirt. And like they do, they're more passionate than like pop fans were like, you know, that's why a Blender magazine or a Vibe magazine folded. And yeah. Revolver's I, I'm still a, here. Right. I'm just uncomfortable bringing my laptop into the bathroom. Yes. While I'm taking a shit. (laughs) I like to read a God Honest magazine while I'm squeezing out a loaf. (laughs) This is, to go back to your early question, that is is our average reader. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Luchador mask and uh, and, and ability to take a Low IQ, high fiber. No. I I mean, guys, I think that right now what's important is that you are multi-platform and you guys for sure are. I mean, the website is great. You guys have a TV presence, for example, with the Golden God Awards, which is amazing, and and then the magazine. But back to the award show. Tell yes. us about how that came about, and are we going to see more Golden Gods award shows? Uh, yeah, that came about. You know, we we have a sister. We're part of a larger company, and in England, we do Metal Hammer magazine, right. which has been around for many many years. And uh, they started doing this a couple of years ago. Uh, and they were having a lot of success. I had like, I think Jamie Josta hosted one year and Odorous hosted a year. Uh, we, I started Revolver about three, four years ago. And from the moment, um, we all started working together. It was one of the first thoughts, like we have to do an award show. Everyone knows the joke about the Grammys and the, you know, they, they aired in the, right. oh, this aired earlier in the morning and, right. and Jethro Tull, Tull won the, right. you know, right. that whole, that whole shit. So, um, we something we fought for for the longest time. Finally, we had a different change at the kind of the top of the company. It was like, you know what, fucking do it, you know. I, I, and there's so, and we met so many other people. Who were like, oh well, we're doing an award show. Well, we're the award show people. I'm like, right, you know, there's Coke and Pepsi, and there's RC. Yeah, um, right. Like you could, like, <laughs> you know, everyone like RC everyone cool. could do it all. You know, there's there's yeah. there's the Grammys and there's the American Music Awards. And, right. Um, we, uh, somehow pulled it off. I mean, when we got the approval to do it, then the economy went then to the toilet right? and we were scared every moment that it wouldn't happen. Um, into the point where we were there on stage and I saw like, you know, Maynard from tool walk in and all the Slipknot guys walking in the mess. I'm like, holy shit, this is, it's, this is it's really for real. Happening. It's and, happening and Ozzy right and Sharon now. walked yeah. in. I'm like, this is real. You know? yeah. Congratulations for Thank going you. from the idea to putting it together to it's on the air. Yeah, so, it, uh, it was a, it was a great watch on TV, and I, I, I do you guys see the metal injection coverage from the red carpet? That was oh, really good. Actually, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Did a there great was a lot of great that. coverage. Yeah. But I mean, you know, a lot of the thanks just goes out to the artists who, like us, were just hungry for something like this. You know, like metal needs to be like respected and treated with the respect that you know other forms of music are, and this was like a great way to do that. And you know, a lot of these artists were just like so eager to participate, so eager to be there, wouldn't miss it. You know, what can I do? Like, I mean, exactly. we filmed these uh, the opening montage with uh, at Brian Posehn's house, who was gracious enough you know, to let right. us in there. And we got Dio, Vinnie Paul, and Scotty and all to come down for the full day, you know. And Vinnie Paul's like, I'd only come for two hours. And after like five hours, I'm like, Do you have to go? He's like, Yeah, no way, man. Right. Come on, <laughs> let's make a steak. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, everyone was having such a good time. And like, that's the thing about this. Like, 
you know, if Dio walks in, you know, Vinnie Paul and uh, and Scott Ian turn 14 in about two seconds. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone's like, you know, the whole time Brian Posehn kept me like, he's Dio's in my kitchen. Dio's in my fucking kitchen. Like he yeah. couldn't get past it. You know, he yeah. was so happy. And that's one of the most amazing things about metal nowadays, because everybody, just about everybody who's playing metal is a fan of metal and we're fans first. Right. And and that's an amazing yeah. thing. And, and, we, and we took that perspective. Like you brought up Metal Injection too. Like we wanted to do this award show and made that clear to everybody that it was not Revolver's thing. It was like heavy metal. This is like right. heavy metal party. party. Right. And we exactly. invited all you know, quote unquote, competing magazines and competing websites and. Mm-hmm. Everybody down to it, you know, like, come on down, have fun fun with us, party. You know, you guys go to metal shows. It's always the same 25 right, yeah, yeah, in the, yeah. in the <laughs> backstage and stuff, yeah. you know, like, let's all have a good time together. Like, this is, uh, we all deserve this. Like, I, I kept right. joking about it like a heavy metal prom, you know, yeah. but that's, you know, kind of how it was. And I, I love to, you know, hope to have you guys down there next it, year. Yeah, well, we, will, we will definitely be there. And I, I just love the fact that, uh, you know, you guys are behind what Talking Metal is about, which is bringing everybody who does something for metal together because there's no reason to, to compete against each other. And I exactly. think that there's people should that, just there's say... There's not that many of us. Right, yeah. right. You know, let's bond together and we'll be one big metal entity. And I, I think that's a great thing. And we all love metal. And like you said, you know, half of the people in the in the quote industry kind of move from one place to another so we're all friends with each other so exactly like yep. you know if the one thing i learned from doing the award show is like wow uh especially you know we're, we're going out there and writing these skits and getting everybody i was like oh you know so like everybody knows everybody right, yeah. right. you know so I, i'm glad i've you know for the last 15 years of doing this i've been i've been very nice <laughs> <laughs> you know haven't burned that many bridges uh, but and to answer your other question we are definitely doing year two and uh we learned so much. We actually, you know, we thought the the TV broadcast could have been eight times better, and we're going to aim to make that better, you know, go for even bigger bands, bigger presenters, and just capitalize on year one success because it was yeah, even, no even surprised us that we actually got all those names down there. Like, until they actually showed up, I was like, oh, my God. Right. Well, I mean, when you get Sharon and Ozzy coming down, you know that you've done it. Yeah. they yeah. Were, Well, we got them early on, which was nice because most people were like, so what is this? I'm like, we have Ozzy. Like, I'll be there. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, he solves a lot of questions. You know, he solves a, a lot of issues. It's cool. We did a we did a cover shoot about about a year ago. Oh, when we did the election, we had a huge went through the whole. Yeah, the that was a great magazine. I read everything that everyone, you know, all of the different artists gave basically their opinion. And they're listeners di- di- about diverse dudes, right? You know, like absolutely, guys, Republican. And like one thing was, like, who's going to be there? Dave Grohl. Cool. Right. right. Wow. Dave Grohl just. I mean, the hardest of hardcore, whatever these, whatever, or, you know, goth, or whatever, everyone's like, I want to meet Dave Grohl. Right. That's cool. You know, which the, the guy probably has the best life you could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, it, a big fan of, of hard rock and heavy metal. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean, with Probot. Probot record. Yeah. And uh, we, we interviewed Lamb of God, and they, they were talking about how he came really? up to them and said, listen, I'm a fan of your music. And he actually knew song titles and 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 stuff like that. So he, they he was were, like they were legit. He's him, got to so. respect. I mean, Chris Adler is like the sickest drummer. He's yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Now, Josh, did you go down to the Macedon shoot, uh, the the photo shoot where John Wiederhorn interviewed the band? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I think I had emailed you and you were down there. Tell us about that because I that was a heard... great article that yeah. John did. Oh yeah, that, that was, was uh, that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, myself and the uh, photo editor of uh, Revolver and Guitar World, Jimmy Hubbard. Jimmy's been a long time um, 
friend of the band, and he shoots all the documentaries that come with uh, their albums, Crack the Sky and their most recent, uh, Crack the Sky and Blood Mountain. Uh, and I've had the pleasure of, uh, over the years, of doing a lot of um, CD packaging uh, and doing some cool stuff. We did some T-shirts and backdrops with them. So uh, we got to go down for that shoot, and uh, you know, it was kind of their first time coming out after Brent's altercation, Correct. should I say? Right, um, And... Uh, I mean, if you if you guys know the guys like hanging out with Brent in any capacity, if you go to the doctor's office with them or the DMV, it's going to be the best experience of your life. So, <laughs> right. Uh, going to, going down to Atlanta, like uh, and partying with those guys in their home environment was out of really? this world. And Who had the, the pickup truck with like? I heard some Brent's. Brent. That's Brent's. Yeah, okay. Brent's. And the, the the cool part of the trip for me is we went to Braun's house, the drummer, and he has. A whole room dedicated to um, he collects uh, velvet paintings, mm. and he has oh, that's the creepiest painting you'll ever see in your fucking life. It's it's a it's like the most <laughs> oh, gorgeous, man. realistic painting of John Benet Ramsey on velvet, black velvet, <laughs> and it's I don't know what I don't know just, it, something about that was the most disturbing part of the entire trip for me. But uh, again, another band that are like four of the nicest guys on the planet. And, right. Uh, that was I mean for any which reason I don't know why that was the first Mastodon cover ever. That was probably long long, long overdue. Yeah, it was yeah. weird with Mastodon when we interviewed them. I I for whatever reason was slightly nervous because they had such like hipster credibility. I was right. like, yeah, these guys they might be jerks, and and it was right. quite the opposite. Yeah. They were they were possibly one of the nicest, nicest bands band. we had interviewed in months. You know, and down to earth and. Uh, I find it find it funny how a lot of times these most successful groups uh, are are the ones that are actually the the nicest and uh, you know have manners and stuff like that. Yeah, so. no, those guys are great. I was actually I've actually kind of a friend of those guys, been a follower of theirs since they were playing like the tiniest shithole clubs in New York, and I actually asked them if like if I could proposed to my wife like while they were on stage opening for Slayer. Right. And wow. They were like totally cool with that, and like yeah. Uh, you know, Troy like announced it from stage and uh, he was like, you know, we have friends in the audience, Brandon and Maya, and they want to get married. You know, Brandon, you know, <laughs> you want to propose to your wife. And of course, like I had been really nervous about, you know, what Maya's reaction, my wife, you know, my now wife would, her reaction would be when she heard this from stage. She was like, so, so like confused. Right. Like, her reaction, <laughs> like I thought she maybe she'd cry or something. She was just like, did they just say Brandon and Maya? Like, <laughs> did some people have our names? And I'm like down on my knee, like yeah. he's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, were like, you in the audience when you went down on your knee and did yeah, the proposal? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, wow. yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, she it was, was like, you, was you, that could, at you couldn't score Slayer. It was at it was at Roseland. Ro yeah. Oh, Roseland. Wow. I mean, the okay. best part was that we had just gotten back from like a really romantic trip to Mexico, and it never right. crossed my mind to propose to her there. I had to wait for the Mastodon <laughs> Slayer show. Wait till you show, get to you know? Roseland. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. stupid! They sell hot head. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, where is the best place that the listeners can pick up the uh, Revolver calendar? For uh, I would just go to revolvermag.com slash store uh, yeah. slash store. Yeah, and okay, just, I mean, just go to. Uh, I mean, check out the website. Anyways, tons of great stuff up in there, and the yeah, you can get this uh, the calendar. And the cool thing about the calendar too, it's not just hot ladies. It's there every uh, day has a metal fun fact and tons of history, famous famous uh, moments in metal history, a lot great. of twentieth anniversaries and cool and birthdays. So. We will be giving some away on yes. the on the podcast here. Thank you so much for joining us oh uh, for again. Us. We've for been us. Uh, both John and I have been fans of the magazine for Likewise. a long time, Likewise. and uh, you guys helped us out way back when. Uh, yes. I think like our first year, uh, you guys did a little article on it, us, which uh, definitely brought us some listeners. Without so, a doubt, so thank you. And the the uh, 
phrase "metals reigning podcast champs" came from Revolver, yeah, and Brandon, use, I think that, that might have been you who wrote was, that. Man. Yes, yeah, and yeah. so thank you very, very My much. Pleasure. That is our catchphrase. It will stick with us forever, and we thank you for that. And Josh, you are amazing. Uh, we met through our mutual friend Gene Bolin, and uh, all of us are going to be forever friends and hanging out. Absolutely. And, you know, metal forever, guys. We'll be eating at diners. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. ate at a diner on Twenty Third Street, and we want to invite Mark the next time. Cool. It's gone. And, I'm there. Oh, it's, oh, it's gone. gone. Well, I cannot there. believe yeah. it. I know. That's insane. I know. We'll That's the weird thing diner. about New York, guys. Like a lot of turnover. Yeah. There's a big turnover. I was trying to think of the eloquent way to say that, and of course I cannot. But big turnover. Cool. Next weird. episode of Talking Metal. How to. We'll talk about our stories. Yeah, we, we'll do that. When you guys come back for the uh, podcast Absolutely. version, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about all the places that we once hung out at. Like it. Billy's Topless, which there then became stops. Billy's Stopless, and now it's a bagel place, which you mentioned yeah. earlier. Great bagels. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Perfect. This is Mustache. You are listening to Talking Metal. Thanks, guys. Check out Revolver Thanks Magazine. Thank you. <laughs>